0: Welcome to the Zwift SBS podcast. Zwift is the fitness app that turns indoor riding into a game. Explore endless roads, race riders from all over the world, and boost your fitness with monthly training plans and structured workouts. Join the world's training playground where fun is fast. Go to Zwift.com and start your free trial.
1: Bonjour, 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 and uh, welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, before we start, uh, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to our podcast on our website, sbs.com.au/slash cycling central, or logger rides with our friends at Zwift. Uh, joining me, Steve McKenzie. How are you, Dave?
2: I'm pretty good. Hello to you. Hello to everyone out there. The sun is coming out in Melbourne. The sun's not in lockdown. Do you know what we that, say? That's do one bit of good news we've got. Do you he- know what we
1: used to say in Britain? Uh, if it's not raining, it's, ba- it's bad news because it means it's going to rain.
2: Uh, so what do you <laughs> say? Yeah, well, you're just trying to kibosh. <laughs> you're trying to kibosh. Come on, mate. We're into. I've lost count of how many weeks we're in lockdown here. It's crazy. It's <laughs> oh, Don't start up. me. You, you, you're triggering me already. Anyway,
1: let's talk cycling. Uh, first of all, thank you to everyone that has tuned into our Facebook lives uh, during the Tour de France. I think they were amazing uh, and amazing in terms of the response that we got. Yes. Uh, it was all positive, not a single negative comment on the whole three
2: weeks. Well, uh, look, I, I had a complaint. Been oh, in the corner. Someone
1: deleted them before. I read yeah. Them. <laughs> well, the
2: complaints been in the corner. That's where I directed them all. The negative <laughs> comments. Look, the the the, um, the, um, the the what do you call them? The, the the bin collector. Look, he only he or she only came in about three or four times to okay. empty the bin out. So it wasn't. <laughs> it was pretty good. No, I'm with you. Massive thank you to all of our listeners and supporters. It was unbelievable the response we got. Obviously, I think a lot of people are doing it tough yeah. and this year for the obvious reasons so really uh, great to have so much good support and lovely words yeah and
1: I hope we brought a bit of fun into yeah. uh,
2: into this uh,
1: Normally, after the Tour de France, we sort of wind down in the year. You go, there's only a few things <laughs> yeah, happening. And now, like everything, everything <laughs> is out of b- control.
2: <laughs> it's, it's out of control in a good
1: way, though, isn't it? Absolutely. So since we last spoke to you at the Tour de France, uh, a few things has happened. First of all, the World Championship have happened. Yep. Uh, we were questioning, you know, the, uh, the the fact that they would happen or not during the Tour. They moved from Switzerland to Italy.
2: Uh, how good is Anna van der Breggen? She's... Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. She's amazing. The year that she's had, you know, um, what's unfolded with women's cycling, in fact, and, you know, a couple of big names sort of crashing out and uh, obviously the duo Rosa, but, you know, Vandenberg and then mm, sort of picked up from there and won that. So she, if we can recap, she's world champion
1: of Time Trial and the road Elite Road Race. race. Yeah. First time since 1995,
2: Jackie yeah. Longo. Yep. Uh, 1995 is, uh, what, two generations away? <laughs> or it's one generation. crazy. It's, uh, so European t- Time Trial champion, Dutch road race champion, Giro Rosa, we mentioned that. And it's, of course she
1: won Flesh Wallen.
2: And she's just won Flesh Wallen. For the record sixth consecutive time, <laughs> Alejandro Valverde, <laughs> eat your heart out. He's won what, five or yeah, something? four or four or five yes. years. <laughs> not even close. She's just done six in a row. She's done uh,
1: La Philippe together.
2: Yeah. That's the that's the number. Yeah, it's she's phenomenal. No, uh, and she's a joy to watch. And how good was it? We had it live. Flesh I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, I know we, we've been banging on, on about this, but let's just enjoy that for a moment that we've got women's racing live it's, yeah it's, absolutely and it's and then, long and, overdue
1: and then a big kudos against i know people might not like this when we said it's but big kudos to sbs because the french coverage they didn't have anything about the road race uh, the women's road race of the fresh wallon they really? only did a 53 seconds really recap during this the main is
2: race. france tv yeah france tv Wow, so that's fifty three seconds. Isn't not it? even a
1: minute. Not even a minute. So wow. big kudos to SBS to put yes, the, the yes, freshwater yes, on. Yes, yes, yes.
2: And the other side of it, and and there's another discussion around this, which we'll get to. So the UCI have made it for any world tour races, um, women's races. That is has to be forty five minutes of live coverage. Yeah. So ASO, kudos to them. They provided ninety minutes. Now I'm not saying, oh wow, well, let's jump up and down, but they did. They went. Above and beyond the 45 minutes, they doubled it and Mm -hmm. gave 90 minutes. And the great thing in Australia is, I mean, I switched on. I I had the night off, so I sat back on my lounge at 7 p.m. I turned on the TV. Prime time TV. Yeah, it's perfect. It's actually better. Yeah. It's It's the best way to do it. And people have argued saying, have standalone women's races. Now, I agree with that as well. However... Why not piggyback off the men Absolutely. and have the women before and make at e- a better time? And make an evening of it. And make an evening of it. Yep. Absolutely. I just think it was it was good good call.
1: Uh, Flesh Wallen, uh, actually, before we divert to Flesh Wallen, World Championship,
2: of course, I have to mention it. Julio Alaphilippe, oh, well, World I'm, Champion, come on. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know on. I was pumped for you. And <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, hashtag catch Peloton, they were pumped for you too. He he, he He's just a great winner. Isn't he? He's he's going. To be, he's great for the sport anyway. We knew that, mm. and now we see him in the world champ colours. He's exciting. He's dynamic. Yeah, he's going to be one of the best world champions. I think that we've seen for. Quite a while, yeah. You if, know, and they're all, they're all good. They're all
1: good. If racing happens, because we uh, Mac, Matt Pedersen, we hardly saw him in you know, the yeah. We, were, uh, we, we the saw him a
2: bit at the tour, which was yeah. good. And from an Australian perspective, looking after Richie, but yeah, I think Ala Philippe's going to be a great champion. But it's
1: got to be said, he's won it in his head because mentally. The work he's done, of course, in the legs, but to stay up front in front of whoever was at the back, mm. they, they were not riding slowly. Wood Van Aert was full gas, tried to catch him, yeah. uh, and he didn't catch him. Yeah, no. so That was an amazing He, he was the best
2: rider. And I saw a little snippet from somewhere else earlier today. He big chain to up that last climb. Okay. He attacked in the big chain ring. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. got it because they, they they freeze-framed it and zoomed in. He mm-hmm. was on the big ring. <laughs> the, the big dog, as we call it. So, not a bad effort. Not a bad effort. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Flesh Wallen. Let's go back to, to
1: Flesh Wallen. Yeah. So, Anna van der Breggen won uh, for the woman. Hirschi won for the man. I was actually quite very happy for him yeah. uh, because it's a, that's his second professional win after a stage at the Tour de France.
2: Do we sort of call him, I mean, Pogachari's the Himself, Alaphilippe, Van Aert. Hershey's right there, though. Yeah, absolutely. Stage win, second and third on stages, and he's just won flesh in his first attempt. So,
1: question for you. What's most important today for him in his head? Of course, he probably realises his potential and what everything that is ahead of him. But if you look back at what he's won already, if you had to put in a basket, stage or flesh wall what's most
2: important if you're a rider? Uh, Tour de France, I think... Tour de France, from a notoriety, you know, globally, not just cycling, but in a sporting sense, Mm -hmm. stage win at the Tour de France, but for his future goals and ambitions and and confidence in what he can achieve, flesh will own 100%. Because if I, uh, yeah, I just think, if I can be, I, I don't like to do this, but it's just, if I can just use this as an example... I won a stage of the Giro. Mm-hmm. I was never, ever going to win Flesh alone. Okay. Okay? So so <laughs> I didn't have an option, but my point is but- winning Flesh alone, beating the best in the world, mm-hmm. is a bit different to winning a stage win in a Grand Tour. So it's, yeah, it's, cliche- it's next level. It's a bit cliche what I'm going to say, but there's only one Flesh Wallone a year. There's only a few classics a
1: year, but yeah. there's 21 stages of the yeah, tour correct. every year.
2: And, and it's not at all... Discrediting a stage in the tour. That's, that Come would up. be silly of any of us to dis not discredit, but you know what I'm saying. But I just think the physical aspect of winning flesh opposed to a stage at the tour is massive is really, really big. And what we're going to see, a lot more of this, can I say, kid? He's 22 years of age. Yeah, kid. He, he is something really special. Well, some say at 21, you can win the Tour de France. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that is ridiculous.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway,
1: uh, f- to close the flash one let's listen to Anna van der a Pretty
0: nice way to celebrate the, the jersey on your shoulders, no? Yeah, but it was still a hard race. And uh, yeah, happy to, uh, to be able to win. I think this was the closest of, uh, of every year. And... Um, I also could feel I was pretty tired in the race, uh, and it started to rain, of course. So uh, yeah, it was a hard race and uh, happy to win, and uh, yeah, I mean, the team did, did a lot for me this year. Um, they were riding really, really good and, and hard, so I, I felt some pressure to, to finish it off this year. How do you deal with a climb like that? Because we saw you go to the front, then you attacked. How do you, you just focus on yourself, you focus on the others, how does it work? Uh, it's, a, it's a bit of both, I mean I, I started in front, they dropped me off, uh, Chantal and Amy dropped me off in front and then I always like it to, to go my own pace, that I go as fast as possible but still have some space for the end and, and then it's also of course if the others are coming you need to follow. Um, so in the end, uh, Damien was coming, and I I was a bit uh, waiting until the 150 meter sign, and then you know, okay, I can I can go full out. You're the queen of La Flèche Wallonne. Six victories. That's one more than Marianne Vos. That means a lot uh, for you, I suppose. Yeah, it means a lot. But it's also this final is is incredibly hard, and and it's something which suits me. Um, and also, if you have a team like this, uh, it's nice to finish it off. And I and I like this race. So, yeah, winning six times is, uh, is crazy.
1: So that was uh, Anna van der Breggen. Uh, overall, I know we're going left and right, but I quite like the vibe of this discussion today. Yeah. Uh, Fle- Fleshwollen woman was very interesting, entertaining.
2: It was. And it, it looked not too dissimilar to April. <laughs> it was no. raining. It was <laughs> wet. Um, and, look, just a couple of notable mentions. Uh, the Aussies, Lucy Kennedy and Grace Brown, both in that front group. They sort of faded at the end. Lucy, her Achilles heel is her positioning. Um, She'll get better at that. She was 14th. Grace was 13th. And the other one, I just want to give a mention to Mm -hmm. the young Kiwi, Michaela Harvey, fifth in the Giro Rosa. She has only just turned 22, like two weeks ago, so similar age to Pogacar. She was seventh. Yeah, She was seventeen in <laughs> flesh. Watch that young girl. she is She's something special, I think, for the future.
1: Absolutely. Uh, let's listen to Mark Urschi now, the winner of the men's flesh wallet. Yeah, actually, it went perfect for us. Uh, it was a small group of four guys and my team did a really good job. We put uh, one, two guys to control the race. And then uh, on the final laps, it was so fast anyway, so the, the guys came back. And then... Uh, yeah, but the last climb was about the legs. That was the legs, yeah.
0: What was your feeling in
1: this iconic Mur de Wies? Yeah, it actually, was, it was so hard, so you don't really feel the spectators because you're so in the zone, but uh, yeah, it's a steep, steep, but still you have to wait. You don't have to go too early. And it's just brutal, yeah. That was Mark Hershey, winner of the Flesh Wallen. Let's talk about uh, the other races that are meant to happen, not to happen. There's a lot of news going left, right and centre at a minute. We know that Giro is starting uh, end of this week, Saturday, you know, in the next couple of days. There's also big question marks on other races that are
2: you know, in the Netherlands. For Ooh, example, Amstel gold
1: race been called out.
2: Yeah, Ansel Gold. Yeah, that's, that's a big one. That's uh, called, called off, I should say. off, yeah, that's disappointing. Um, Pink Bank Tour, which started... And then because there's been a surge in some COVID cases in a couple of the Dutch cities where this race was going to start and end, the basically the councils have said, no, you can't do, or the government have said, you know, no large gatherings over a certain number, et cetera, mm. et cetera. So then the councils have had to cancel the race um, with the organisers. Belgium have stepped up, we've just found out today, and offered three... I think start and town finishes, so they're actually going to get this race finished. I think they'll they might have to skip one stage or well, they've had a rest day. So it's on Tenterhooks. Yeah, I mean let's let's but not pretend. It, it's it's what's
1: worrying, if I may say, is, is we are talking a region where the classics are mm. playing out. Yeah, Paris Roubaix, the, the ds So what's
2: what's the goss on Paris Roubaix? Well,
1: there's a big goss on Paris Roubaix because we can hear that some of the big hong show <laughs> in the area. It's a red zone. Lille, which is not far from Roubaix, is a red zone. Is a red like super red, even not just red. Is like, it, is it red. easier
2: for us to talk about the zones that aren't red? Yeah, point <laughs> I mean, jokes, <laughs> jokes aside. Jokes yeah. aside. In terms
1: of big cities, yeah. Lille is getting super red. Uh, so in the area, <laughs> that's basically the best way I can translate <laughs> it. Uh, but they they are questioning the Paris Roubaix. They are questioning oh, about. idea. Oh, they are questioning about the Vélodrome. Will yeah. we see public or not in the velodrome? I guess my guess
2: is no. Uh, and so we'll, I can live with that. As, yeah. in, as in, if I can just butt in for a sec, I think it's really important, and I know this might be sound selfish, so forgive me, people, but it's the first year we're going to see a women's Paribas. Yeah. It'd be such a shame if, if the race doesn't happen. Yeah. I think mostly for that reason. So I'm going to do a, another survey with you,
1: Yeah, <laughs> one or the other, but yeah. uh, ASO organising... Pyrebe and the Vuelta, they're both organizing this. Do you think they want both to happen, or they've got more aim to get Pyrebe done more than the Vuelta? I would
2: say they will aim for Pyrebe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sad, sad, not sad to say, but they will because paris Bay means more to them in their portfolio, means more to probably their viewing rights mm-hmm. in one day. They probably make money from a real business perspective. They actually make money on the paris Bay, I would imagine. They probably don't make a, a lot of the Vuelta yet. Mm-hmm. Their goal is to, in the future, But I would see... And, and the Spanish government and the Spanish public don't adore the Vuelta like the French fans and public adore the Tour and the Giro fans and public adore the Giro. Mm-hmm. So I think there's less chance of the Vuelta happening, and hopefully... Look, Roubaix might not have many crowds roadside, yeah. but I still think... Look, look it's, road it's cycling to, is a
1: TV sport anyway, yeah. really. But it's, hard, it's hard to imagine uh, La Trouée mm. um full of people. That's not going to happen. You know? yeah, <laughs> in, yeah. in your image, in your perspective, in no. your mind, it's not going to happen. No, no, no. But no. it doesn't make the, the Arenberg crossing easier or harder. No. You know, it still have to cross, yeah. especially if it's raining and if it's wet. But you're right. Watch and, sp- watch and, and see. Like, let's yeah, wait, wait, and, see. Wait, and see wait and see what's going to happen there. Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely a, a question around this. Yeah. We'll come back to the, the Vuelta in a minute. But uh, you're right, the Giro is starting uh, Saturday. Saturday. Oh. Uh, and it's going to be a great year, if anything, for the number of Australians in there.
2: Yeah. So, unofficially... Yet, but the the start lists that I've been looking at, and we all look at pretty much the similar websites, I saw 17 Australians on the list, and then literally an hour ago, I saw one Australian added to one of the teams that has actually got some um, some Aussies in there, okay. uh, EF incidentally. So my count now unofficially is 18 Australians. Which is a lot. That's a record. Yeah. I, it, someone call me out and say there's been 18 or more in a Grand Tour in the history of cycling, mm-hmm. you know, call me out. But yeah. I don't think so. There's, this is a record.
1: This is incredible. Yeah. What can we expect from the from the race? Because we know how open the Giro and how aggressive the riding is at the, the Giro. Um, what can we expect this year? Because there's something that's going to come into factor as well is the weather. Yeah. You know, there's been well, snow. There's been snow, it's, there's been yeah. snow
2: on the um, Dolomites, yeah. on the Stelvio. Yeah. And yeah, this is... This is going to be really interesting. Um, so
1: you, as a as a, as a former um, professional rider, riding in those temperature, what does that? Yeah, what's the yeah, difference? Oh, it
2: sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, look, the Giro, as we know, when it's in May, they they get the tail end of that winter blast sometimes, on occasions, and mm-hmm. there's been numerous accounts where they've had to pull mountain tops or mountain you know mountain stages, uh, mountains sorry, out of a stage and literally go around the valley to get to the finish. So it's not abnormal mm-hmm. and uncommon for this to happen. And they could get anything. That's the difference. They could have beautiful weather and they might get out of the mountains or so in, in actual fact, it may not be too different okay. to May or if it really backfires on them, they may end up having, you know, three or four mountain stages completely white out. Mm-hmm. And that'd be, a, that'd be a shame. But I, I think they'd be unlucky. But can we predict anything on this tour? You know, we, we,
1: no, I don't think so. It's, it's so much can more I, open than the Tour de France was, I guess. Yeah. And Tour de France was open, don't get me wrong, but we sort of knew where the contenders were from the beginning yeah. and
2: then they were there at the end. Can I just reel off some names you go for on. you just quickly? This is, this is Giro. This is a, just a little snapshot of who's in the Giro. Jakob Fulsang, Sagan, Anu Damar, Thomas de Gendt, Simon Yates, Krusevijk, Nibbly, Louis Menkes. Let's not forget Louis Menkes, South African. That's just a snapshot. And then you've got Thomas. obviously Matthews. Garon Thomas. Yeah, Garen Thomas, of course. Excuse me. (laughs) Garen Thomas. Uh, Rowan Dennis, Michael Matthews, flying the flag amongst the other 16 Australians that'll join them, hopefully. It's going to be a ripper. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't ask us where to watch it, though, folks. we don't know. We'd love to have it. We all, I think that's... That's uh, no secret there. SBS would love to have the Giro back, um, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's going to be a great race. Yeah, absolutely. You can make sure you tune into our podcast because we will be talking we'll about it. Uh, absolutely. updated. Um, yeah,
1: absolutely. Any other news uh, around? Uh, because there's this, there's a little bit of controversy.
2: Yeah, we love talking about controversy, <laughs> don't we? Absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to sort of wound back a bit to what. Our discussion was at the start with the races. So the Giro Rosa, obviously, has happened. It's been run and won, of course, by Vanderbreggen. In the last week or so, the UCI have downgraded Giro Rosa's ranking from World Tour to a tier below Mm -hmm. because they did not show live coverage of their race. As I said before, 45 minutes. Is the requirement yep. for any of these new races? So they've put in place in the last few years. They've said we're going to support and get behind women's racing, and this is what organisers have to do if they want to be a World Tour race. Now, there's t- you you tell me what you think, but there's there are two sides to this. I will say mm. one is, yep, Giro Rosa haven't um, you know hit the benchmark? Haven't yeah, haven't haven't stood by the letter to the law the other side of it is it's 2020 it's 2020 we're Come in a COVID <laughs> year did the uci give an olive branch did they try and assist them mm-hmm. to- i mean to to
1: some extent uci was prepared to pull the whole world championship because it was you know they, they decided to uh to move them from one region to the uh, switzerland is not banned to have the world championship and any other time mm. so my point is Two sets of rules for different people in terms of, the, you know, uh, they know the year has been difficult. They they have to refund the whole calendar themselves. It's a bit harsh to slam the Giro Rosa on this right
2: now. And I know there's been some women who are in the race, uh, pros, current pros, and women who weren't sitting on the sidelines, who publicly you know, sort of put their anger out on, on social media. And I get it, and I'm with you mm-hmm. 100%. But I would bet my bottom dollar, mm-hmm. I would bet my bottom dollar that Giro Rosa is not making millions of dollars mm-hmm. as an organising committee. Now, I'm not saying they have to or they should, but what I'm saying is, as an event, they are probably treading water. Mm-hmm. So do you, I, do I you just think it's a fine line. But do you think UCA is... This is a warning. More than anything, they're saying, "Okay, maybe, maybe." So I think I think we need to watch this space, and I think it's up to us as as journalists, as people who report on the sport, to keep a close eye on this, and mm-hmm. you know, just not not knee jerk reaction. And look, I've I've been um, guilty of that of knee jerking, you know, a reaction. You see something, you go, "Oh, bang!" So oh, you know, the jury's out. <laughs> the jury's out. But I just think, you know, let's let's just read, but let's just look at this clo- more closely. Juro mm-hmm. Rosa has been the premium tour for women, and the fact is, for the first time, we were getting a highlights package. Yep. I don't believe there's been a highlights package of that length. We were getting, I think, an hour every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Uh, SBS was showing, um, which they haven't in the past because it wasn't available. So I know that in show live TV, but. Let's just watch this space. Yeah, absolutely. I think the UCI is playing hard, but uh, they're going to have to come so back. So you're saying they might, they might actually reinstate
1: that? I reckon so. Because, well, uh, because yeah. you know, they're just maybe they're just saying to the Italians, the organisers, saying, you said next year, but it has to be next year. Yeah. Like, we mean business. If yeah. you don't do it, it's
2: Smack off. Smack on the bottom. It's off. <laughs> finished. And
1: also the fact that Tour de France is coming uh, for women as well. So in terms of the weight of the say, races. Yeah, they're putting they a on? bit of a A bit pressure, bit of pressure I think, yeah, I wonder. It.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, any other news? Uh, gee, I think we've just about. uh best on is happening uh, next week. It's all happening. <laughs> so, Liège is on Sunday. Giro yep. starts Saturday. Paris is in two weeks. Fingers crossed. Yep. And the Vuelta starts in that time as well. Yep. Fingers crossed. <laughs> and Tour of Portugal is on currently. Yeah. As we speak, and there's another race on. <laughs> so the cram- I'll tell you what. One thing you can't criticize is cycling and everyone within the cycling bubble, UCI, race organisers, athletes, teams, somehow we have salvaged a season. If it all goes pear-shaped now, we've still salvaged something. Yeah, we still had some sort of... What can we expect from the uh, contenders? Yeah, is he your main man riding? He yeah, is, isn't he? Is. Yeah, I think In the world champion.
1: Valverde as well is riding.
2: Valverde, is, he's over the hill. Yeah. I hate to say it. Okay. He, I don't think he can win. Ala Philippe certainly can win. I'd love to see him win in the rainbow colors. It's, it's
1: actually, you mentioned Marion Rousse the other day on the, the podcast, uh, the, the broadcast on TV, um, that you know, yes. she was saying, she was mentioning he's targeting the world, well, he's targeting the edge. Yeah, as well. well. That was the world. And then, he has and then he'll give it a big Flanders, I'll say it now. Flanders. And he wants to stop his season at Flanders. That's So cool. this is the, the benchmarks he had for the year. Wow. So we can actually look at the world champion. And how good would that be? Okay, for me. I'm a, I would be happy. Uh, but how good would that be for a world champion to win the first race he's out? A on, monument. A monument on his jersey. And he can go and say, what curse? What so, curse of the jersey? I haven't looked...
2: <laughs> super closely li- yet at the lineup but he's he's uh top 3 in no particular order Alaphilippe Van Aert mm-hmm. Pogacha yeah
1: okay there the, you go
2: there's the... my top 3 <laughs> any you, you got any others to add to that no no, no? Yeah. no alaphilippe that's all <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i think it'd be i think it'd be awesome yeah i mean and and you know the all the statisticians uh will go back and say when was the last time a world champion won a monument the first their first race after winning the world title. Yeah. Maybe Merckx. Probably yeah. Merckx. He hogged everything, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> He's won everything in He's every order. Yep. In any yep. order you yeah, want. Any exactly. Yeah. Um, cool. I think that was it for the, the podcast today. I think so. I think so. Let's reboot and get ready for a big weekend and a big few weeks of racing. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us, Mecca. No problems at all. This was the uh,
1: Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, before we go, uh, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream or subscribe to this podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash cyclingcentral and lo- or log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Until next time, it's bye for now.
0: Before we go, a quick shout out to Zwift, the fitness app that turns indoor riding into a game. Getting started on Zwift is easy. All you need is a bike, a trainer and the Zwift app and you're ready to go. Explore endless roads, race riders from all over the world, and boost your fitness with monthly training plans and structured workouts. Join the world's training playground, where fun is fast. Go to swift.com and start your free trial.